What's good, y'all? Welcome back to the Playmakers Corner Podcast. I'm your host for today, Simon Villanos, a.k.a. Coach V. And we're bringing you another Spotlight slash Film Breakdown episode here. We got six players that we are going to do a film breakdown on. Now, I say we because... I myself picked three of these players that I wanted to spotlight, talk about the things they do really well, and talk about some of the things they could work on. And then my co-host, Cody Stoffer, also picked three players that he wanted to spotlight and do basically the same thing with. And so, with these film breakdowns, obviously, we want these players to get better, so we're going to keep it 100. But we're also going to talk about what makes them great, you know, uh, why they are getting recruited onto the next level or should be recruited to the next level as most of these players have either committed or, you know, they have a couple offers and I believe uh, almost everyone on this episode should be a senior except one player. There's one player that I believe is a junior at class of 2023, but the rest of these players are seniors, so they're 22s, and so you, the fans, will hopefully get to see them in action next year when they uh, play for their programs, but yeah, so that's there you go. That's basically the intro to this. You know, we really just want to spotlight some of the great players out there, uh, you know, balling out and being pioneers for women's flag football as that is the future of football. So without further ado, you know, I'm going to go ahead and get this thing started. All right. So the first player that I'm going to do a film breakdown on slash put a spotlight on is Courtney Cromer. Uh, Cromer? Cromer? I, I hope I'm saying that right. But Courtney Cromer from Jensen Beach High School. Uh, Courtney, if you're listening to this and I'm saying your name wrong, I apologize. But, you know, I you know, go ahead and DM us and we'd love to have you onto the show and all that. But Courtney here, she plays quarterback for Jensen Beach High School in Florida. She is a senior. And you know what? Before I hop into her film breakdown, I do have some of her stats here as they are on Max Preps, which I absolutely love. Hey, you know, if you're a flag football team out there and, you know, you're... I mean, obviously, playing on the high school level, you're part of a high school association, put your stats in, man, that helps us out a lot, and so, uh, so, and they don't always tell the whole story, but I think Courtney's stats here tells a pretty interesting story at the very least, and so at the time I'm recording this, it is April 28th, I'm just gonna put that out there, and I know they are in the playoffs right now, Jensen Beach is in the playoffs, it looks like they won their last game here against Oxbridge Academy, 47-0 about two days ago, and so I just want to throw that out there for context here, but so far on the season, she's thrown for 2,808 uh, passing yards, has a 66.5 pass completion percentage, um, has thrown 46 touchdowns to only 11 interceptions, and then she also has two rushing touchdowns, not, not a lot of rushing attempts, she does have 56 on the season, but that's because she's played one, two, three, a, a good, at least, uh, I want to say here, at least 17 games. So you could do the math there, uh, honestly. But like I said, she plays quarterback for Jensen Beach. And so she is going to be evaluated as a quarterback. So let's go ahead and talk about the things that makes her great. Let's talk about the things that makes her brand of football. Oh, and just to throw this out there, it looks like 
this last season, her senior season, was her first full season as a starter. So I'm just going to throw that out there and whatnot. But still plenty of film. She actually had the most film out of... Uh, uh, yeah, out of anybody that did a breakdown here on this episode. So I, I got a lot of games to work with here. I pretty much looked through all for Huddle, which, like I said, is pretty much almost all from this last senior season. Well, this senior season that's currently going on. But something that I noticed right away that I really liked about uh, Courtney's game is that she has very smooth mechanics, does a nice job gauging her body on some of these throws, you know. Uh, she doesn't have a hitch or anything like that, has a pretty quick release, you know, and, you know, when you're playing flag football, especially, I mean, you gotta have a quick release. That's something that watching through a lot of these college flag football games, you know, there are some quarterbacks that have a little bit of an elongated release, and so, you know, some of them, they go ahead and compensate for that by, you know, scrambling out, buying themselves a little bit more room and space and then adjusting to that. And then others, they kind of just don't uh, adjust to it and they just do what they do with it. But Courtney here definitely has kind of a quicker release than most quarterbacks on her throws. And that's a, that's a good thing. You know, because it's not like she's losing any power on these throws either by, you know, possibly rushing it or whatever. I mean, it's it looks pretty effortless out there. And like I said, you know, just good mechanics, you know, very good mechanics. Uh, you know, there, there are some quarterbacks and I have done a breakdown on some quarterbacks, you know, who just... You know, they get the ball there, but their mechanics are just not as efficient as they could be. Courtney's here, like I said, they're good. Uh, another thing I like that kind of goes with those mechanics is that she has a strong arm. You know, it looks very effortless at times when she's just throwing it deep. She has uh, very, very beautiful deep throws here on her film. You know, like I said, just effortless. And the ball comes out so quick as well. Like, it's it's just beautiful watching, you know. Doesn't really have a problem delivering it into tight spots either. Looking at short and medium routes that she is throwing, you know. So she could complete those into some tough spots as well. And so, you know, when you have good mechanics, usually you have a good enough arm, a strong enough arm. And Courtney here definitely has a strong arm. Um, a strong enough arm to play on the next level and be a starter on the next level, if I might add that. So I'm just going to throw that out there. Another thing I really like about her game is that she's just a, a very precise passer. Also has very good timing, you know. Watching through her film, I barely see any plays where she is, like throwing out of rhythm or where her receivers need to stop for the ball now you know a lot of these are highlights and whatnot i haven't been able to see like a full game through and through you know but you know like i said i watched through a lot of film almost film from almost every game from her season here and you know for every you know um late throw or out of rhythm throw you have like at least six or seven really good in rhythm throws you know she's a very good rhythm passer and part of that might be the system i'm just gonna acknowledge that but still though you know there are players that are in a system like this that Throw a couple balls that are just behind or late, you know, but she's just a very precise, has a very good timing. I, I gotta emphasize the timing a little bit more here because I know she can fit into some tight spots, but, you know, the timing is just impeccable. And, you know, like I said, she is a first-year starter, and so that's, that's pretty good. That's a very good sign, you know, for your first-year starter or to see a first-year starting quarterback just have timing like that, you know. That means the ceiling is pretty high is just what 
I'm going to say. You know, to, uh, and then a couple other notes I just want to throw out there as well. Speaking on timing and her uh, just, you know, being an accurate passer. She just does a nice job of just throwing some receivers open sometimes. Just anticipating it and trusting like, hey, you know, they're going to break open here. I'm going to throw it with timing. Trust that they get there. You know, and so she does a nice job there. She's also shown that she could pick apart zones. And so just watching someone for film, some defenses, they'll definitely play zone. And she'll fit it right in between zones. She knows where to fit it in there. And so she'll put it in there, have good timing of that. You know, make sure that, you know, uh, you know, like she's putting her receiver in a position to make the catch and not get killed out there. You know, and so I really, really like that she could pick apart zones. Obviously, when it's man-to-man, -man, you know, you just got to find the right matchup there and throw them open. That's not super hard, but to pick apart zones, you got to be a little bit more accurate, you know. That's when that medium passing uh, comes into effect, and that's something that I'm pretty I'm pretty critical of. You know, I, I go after quarterbacks that can't throw those medium balls, but she definitely can, and so that's big. And then on top of that, she just does a nice job throwing on the run. Has shown she could deliver throws all over the field on the run. So there's definitely potential there. Not a lot of instances, I would say, where she's like, you know, rolling out and then delivering a throw that is more than maybe 10 yards. But she has shown that she could push it downfield. So there's that ability. Like I said, in this system, you know, you have a lot of quick hitters. You know, a lot of short routes. And so they'll get you into rhythm. So there's not many instances where, you know, that pass rush is coming and she has to buy her herself that much time where she has to roll out and then throw on the run you know most of the time you know she kind of has the defense you know a little hesitant because they know if you know they blitz somebody or blitz two or three then there's going to be somebody open because she just does a nice job of delivering uh, these throws very quickly to her receivers who, you know, a lot of them are running kind of shorter routes and or at least shorter route concepts uh, to keep that rhythm in this offense alive and whatnot. And so not too many instances of throwing on the run, but you still like she could do it. So there you go. Uh, speaking of her system, she runs it well. You know, a very disciplined passer. She'll continue to find positive yards. I would say I feel like there are some quarterbacks who, you know, maybe do a little bit too much. They play a little bit too uh, out of their system. But she's definitely a good system quarterback. At the least, she could run this one. And, you know, this is a system that, you know, is ran by teams on the next level. It's not like, you know, it's outdated or it's too simple or anything like that. Like, there are at, le there are at least concepts that transfer over and so those transferable skills and, uh, you know, concepts will help her out when playing on the next level. Yeah, just a very disciplined passer here. You know, if there's something not there, you know, she's not going to do too much. She's going to either find her check down or kind of roll out until she finds a check down, you know. So she's not there's not going to be too many bad habits that you're going to have to break if you're a college coach i would say if anything you'd probably have to teach her to be a little bit a tad bit more aggressive when playmaking when the play breaks down uh or you know when making decisions as well you know uh, that those are things that you might have to teach her just hey you know you could be a little bit more aggressive on these downs but we'll talk about that later when talking about areas of improvement so there you go but regardless you know she runs her system well and then last but not least, you know, she's athletic enough and mobile enough to make a couple of defenders miss and keep the play alive. Probably not a dual threat quarterback. I really wouldn't say that. 
you know, but she could definitely move around a bit, maneuver around a bit, and buy herself some time, you know, um, agile enough to do that. I would say, and so that's always a good thing, especially, you know, when you're playing teams that are rushing, um, you know, they're, they're rushing players, or they have different blitz packages, I'm thinking about Thomas right now, by the way, Thomas University, and how they rush their, um, you know, how they rush their players, like a Jada Reese, and uh, maneuver her around, you know, uh, eventually, eventually, your blockers are gonna miss somebody, and you're gonna have to make somebody miss, and so it's never a bad thing to be agile enough to maneuver around around it make somebody miss before delivering a throw and so she could definitely do that she might even be able to scramble just a little bit i just wouldn't say she's like a madison carrera or brianna hernandez silva type who you know will average 50 or so rushing yards a game um on the next level mind you and just do that on a consistent basis and be like the leading rusher in the country i don't think that's really her game i think she's a little bit more of a west coast type of quarterback you know a lot of short passes here uh, to kind of get her into a rhythm and then she'll take her shots uh, later down in the game but that's more of a coaching thing um yeah so th that's that's what i really like about courtney's game here out of jensen beach just a very good passer you know very good timing i think that's easily one of her biggest strengths just that timing next to her mechanics you know just smooth mechanics uh don't have to tweak them too much down the line and you know for a first year starter that's really impressive like i said for a first year starter to be doing some of that stuff or at least for a quarterback you know who is getting consistent reps to be able to do that stuff that's pretty big time you know she did get some snaps her junior year i'm not saying she didn't at all but this is definitely her biggest body of work as far as seasons go so yeah uh let's talk areas of improvements though so the number one thing i definitely noticed just looking through her film is that there are a, a couple of times a game where she is definitely staring down a receiver or is fixated on getting it to a specific matchup because she likes this mismatch you know she likes the mismatch that's not a bad thing you know it's definitely not a bad thing to recognize you know your matchups know what you know what skill players could beat out opposing team skill players that's not a bad thing at all you know most of the time she's making the right decision um yeah most of the time she's making the right decision but like i said you could definitely tell when she's just looking down a receiver. This is definitely a habit that will be, need to be broken and worked around. Uh, I think part of this is because she is kind of a first-year starter. And so, you know, there are just times where, hey, I'm just going to ride this play out. You know, I know they're going to beat their player eventually. And so, I'm just going to fixate on it. But I think to be a next level player, I mean, there are going to be times where you can do that. And then obviously, I would say most of the time, you just can't. You know, you got to read the defense or at least look, look like you're reading the defense. You can know where you want to go to, but maybe pull a safety away so that it's an easier throw on you. And, you know, maybe... Um, it could be a bigger play for your receiver. So if you pull that safety away, then the receiver has more room to work with when you get them the ball. And so I would just say on the next level, you know, just continue to do that film work. Um, I'm just going to keep bringing this up. She is a first-year starter. A lot of the things she did this year is really good. Like, I absolutely love, you know, but there are definitely times you could tell, yeah... I could see why, you know, I, I or maybe not why, but I could see uh, how she's a first-year starter, you know, just with some of the things that she's doing here. And so, 
if she could start looking off DBs and then coming back to certain routes, that could definitely elevate her game. You know, I think that's a nice first step here, but doing that film work, that's going to be key, especially on the next level. You know, you want to study these defensive schemes and tendencies as well, because every defense, you know, they have a tendency. They have something that they want you to do. And so you got to know that and, you know, then you approach the game from that from that standpoint of okay they want me to do this on these downs or in these situations i'm gonna do this you know just having that understanding will help her break this habit of you know staring down a receiver because you really don't need to do that you know if you know what matchup it's gonna be and you're sure of it because of the film work that you did then you know hey look it off and then come back to it you know, because if you're staring down that matchup, then, you know, DBs, safeties, they're going to read you. So you just can't do that. And so I think that's definitely maybe her biggest area of improvement here. Uh, for areas of improvements, that's not that bad, though. That's really not that bad. I think that's definitely coachable, even like coachable in an off season. Like it's not going to take multiple years to fix that habit, or hopefully it doesn't. Um, maybe two two years max. But other than that, I think this is a very fixable thing to do here. So so yeah, do film work. That's the biggest thing. And then the second thing that I think she could definitely work on is just her playmaking ability. I think it could be better. Uh, she has the ability. Like, I know she has the actual, like, athletic ability to make great plays off script. But I definitely feel like there are times where she just goes with the conservative play rather than, you know, potentially the right one. And that's not a bad thing to go with the conservative play. A lot of the time, that'll be the right decision. But... There are also times when the defense breaks down and the play breaks down. You know, in chaos, there's opportunity. And so you want to be able to take advantage of some of those opportunities that will get you a little bit more, you know, a little bit more gains uh, for, for the play. And so there are times where I just feel like she's playing it a little too safe. You know, you don't have to always hit the check down. Now, is it the right decision um, a lot of the time? Yeah, yeah. You know, it's not a bad habit to, hey, find your check down while you're scrambling out. You know, when everything like breaks apart, find your check down. That's not a bad habit to have. But, you know, uh, as you continue to learn the game, and I'm, I assume she will get an opportunity to hopefully start and play in some games, you gotta show the ability to make a little bit more out of the chaos. You know, when the defense is in array, when your play is breaking down and you just have receivers trying to get open, you gotta show that you could you can make them pay for that. That you could be lethal, you know? And so, I think she could continue to work on that. I think watching film will kind of help her settle down a little bit and know like, alright, well, if this play's not working out right away, this is... This is plan B, like worst case scenario. I could do this. You know, I could roll out, uh, pull a defender away from her zone and then throw it, you know, into where she should be and whatnot, that type of deal. And so I think this is just a developmental thing. I think the more playing time she gets, the more that playmaking ability will develop. So, uh, so yeah, but altogether, Courtney Cromer out of Jensen Beach is a very, very good prospect. Um, obviously a quarterback, so, you know, this is definitely a little bit of the glamour position, you know, when you think about football in general. But at quarterback, I think she could be a starter at, at a couple of schools. And there are a lot of programs, you know, that are existing right now. There's about 12 or 13, but there's going to be a good influx of uh, 5 to 7. I need to look up the specific 
exact number, but five to seven new programs that are coming up that don't have a quarterback, you know, or don't have a set starter, obviously, because they're starting in the 2023 season. And so with that being said, you know, I have looked up Courtney Cromer on uh, Instagram, Twitter, couldn't find her on Instagram, uh, found her on Twitter, not super active there as well, doesn't really seem like a social media person, which is fine, I think that's okay, you know, for sure here. But we do follow Jensen Beach's flag football account on Twitter, and they did put out that she is looking for a home here. And so it doesn't look like that she has an offer yet. I know Weber, Heston um, have both replied to the tweet. I'm sure other teams have talked to her as well. Uh, I just don't know what her official offers look like. And so if you're a team out there, especially if you're one of these new teams that is getting started in 2023, you know, you're going to need a quarterback. I'm just going to be honest with you. And I think she's a starting level quarterback. I think she's somebody that you can plug in day one and she could do some good things for you you know run some of those concepts from high school and she'll settle in real easily and i mean a lot of those concepts are concepts you should probably be running anyways but you know i think she's just a very good quarterback she's a quarterback that like i said has really gotten most of her starts her senior year and so she has flown maybe a little bit under the radar if you are not like super tapped in with jensen beach like that but she's a good player you know, she's a good player. I like I like her athletic skills here. Um, I like what she did this season. I know, actually, I just looked it up. Today, she's going to be playing in their district championship game um, in the playoffs. And so, that will happen later tonight. Like I said, I'm recording this like at 8 a.m. April 28th. Uh, 8 a.m. Mountain Time, by the way. And so, I'm uh, just going to throw all that out there. Courtney Cromer from Jensen Beach. Just a very good quarterback. A next level quarterback for sure. Um, we'd love to see her get offered. And we'd love to have her on the show as well. So yeah, there you go. That's the first player that I spotlighted this episode. So moving on though, we're going to talk about another quarterback from Florida here. And that is Brooke Swenson from Middleburg High School. Uh, in Middleburg, Florida. She's a senior as well, class of 2022. Couldn't find her max prep stats, but did find this on her Twitter. She has passed for over 15 plus 1500 plus passing yards and 40 plus passing touchdowns on her senior season so far here. And so Middleburg, they are in the playoffs as well. So obviously wishing them all the best of luck but let's go ahead and talk about brooks game here and let's let's start let's start with the strength so uh number one i like her mechanics uh just like i liked courtney's and this is very rare I'm, I'm usually pretty picky with mechanics but i like it i think she's a pretty smooth passer you could tell she's an experienced passer with just some of the things she does you know just watching through some of her film and whatnot which you know i i there there was a solid amount of film on huddle you know not as much as courtney's so i'm just gonna throw that out there uh, she does a great job of using her lower body and abs engaging those when throwing the ball for the most part here so absolutely love that um gonna throw this out there as well she was an elite 11 quarterback she went to the elite 11 which that's always a good thing you know elite 11 in case uh people are not familiar with it uh for the last 20 or 30 years they're like the premier quarterback camp you know every ev and i mean every um uh, maybe not every, but most uh, Elite 11 MVPs at their camps has uh, went to the NFL. 
in some capacity, you know. Uh, I you, you can look it up. Aaron Rodgers, he was an Elite 11 quarterback. Jared Goff, James Winston. I know I'm listing off a lot of first-rounders outside of Rodgers that didn't really work out. But just a lot of great players, a lot of great quarterbacks went to the Elite 11. And so the Elite 11, they started taking in um, female flag football players and whatnot about well, two years ago, or sorry, last year, and so this year was their second year, and so she is an Elite 11 quarterback. There's always a lot to learn from them as well. That's probably one of the greatest learning experiences that any quarterback could have, and that's, I mean, that's what I tell all my quarterbacks, so uh, there you go, and so that's definitely something to keep in mind, you know, that's a really good thing for sure. Now, just because she went to Elite 11 doesn't make her great, let me tell you about the other things that make her great. In general, I think she has a pretty good arm. Looking through her film, she goes vertical a lot, you know, with this offense. They go vertical a lot. They take a lot of deep shots. You know, they stretch out defenses. And, you know, she could she could get it downfield for sure. And so that's not a concern at all. She could definitely get it downfield. And make defenses have to respect the deep ball, at least. I've also saw her, you know, rifle it into some pretty tight spots. There's a play that comes to mind where she was under pressure. A rusher was kind of in her face, and she hit the slant route in stride. Um, and it was a real, like, like the throw was real hard, too. She really rifled this one in, uh, and it got right, you know, it just hit the perfect spot. You know, not too far behind, not too far in front, just hit the perfect spot. And so she could definitely, you know, put into some pretty tight spots here. Just take apart some defenses. You know, you, you love to see that in your quarterback. Just have that ability to not only stretch out defenses deep, but also be able to pick them apart. And so that's a very good thing. Another thing I like is that she's a very elusive quarterback. Almost always guaranteed to make the first rusher miss. Almost always. She could also scramble as well. I think she could be a real good uh, runner on the next level, which will add another dimension to her game. There are a couple, you know, dual threats on the next level, but usually it's like, eh, you know, they, they have an arm and they could throw it, but, you know, they, maybe they're not the most accurate. I think Brooke here, you know, she could both run and throw very well. Uh, I think the two most efficient dual threats on the next level is Brianna Hernandez-Silva and Madison Carrera. You know, Carrera for Ottawa, Silva for uh, Kansas Wesleyan. They just do a good job of, you know, balancing out that throwing and that running ability. I see a bit of that in Brooks game as well. You know, just real good mechanics, uh, just very similar styles of play. So I like that, you know. Another thing I like is that she does a good job playmaking. Keeps her eyes downfield almost all the time. Especially when she's maneuvering around, making defenders miss and all that. She's keeping her eyes downfield so that she can make a play. And, you know, on the run as well, like, she could get it downfield. You know, she could get it downfield and, you know, just... Pick apart defenses that, you know, are slightly off. And because they're slightly off, that allows her receivers to get a step on a defender, on the closest defender. And so, because of her ability ability to maneuver around and, and scramble as well, which you absolutely need to respect, she could also take apart defenses while throwing it. And so, her throwing on the run is uh, just very good. She throws on the run very well here. And it's just very cool under pressure. Makes a big play. She's dangerous to make some big plays when on the run, in fact. I, I think I'm pretty confident in saying that. So, so there you go. All of those things make Brooke Swenson's brand of football 
good passer, you know, very good athlete, you know, she could be a little bit of a dual threat, and then when she's playmaking, she's definitely dangerous, so, so yeah, now, something that I think she could definitely work on as we get into areas of improvements here is, is probably her timing, you know, there are definitely some consistency issues on some throws at times, you know, there are times where she makes the right decision, you know, this is absolutely the right decision, I'm not questioning it at all, but the ball is slowing just slightly late, as in the receiver needs to stop or turn around. And, you know, those half second, second that the receiver needs to take to turn around and do that and break their stride to do that could cost some games, you know, to be honest with you. As in, you know, they could result in turnovers if they're not thrown in time. There are just some defenses out there on the next level, because you got to keep in mind, it's college ball now. You know, this is the best of the best, not only in the country, but partially in the entire world, as you do have players from Canada and Panama uh, coming to play college ball as well. But if you are throwing some of these balls and, you know, they are slightly, just slightly underthrown, if it's not going to be, you know, an interception, a turnover, it'll probably at least give the defender enough time to go ahead and attack the ball and make it incomplete. And just, I, I, I don't know, I just see a lot of uh, just kind of a little late throws, just a little late, not like way late, but just a little late. And so I just think timing in general, that consistency when it comes to timing just needs to be worked on. And honestly, that's just reps, taking reps with your receivers, building chemistry, putting in the work. Some players, you know, they're just naturally good at timing their throws and whatnot, no matter the receiver. Now, that's just a very rare thing to have, you know, but most players, it takes it takes hard work to get that timing down. It takes chemistry to get the timing down. And so, you know, wherever she goes on the next level, uh, she's just going to have to keep in mind, like, yo, let's put in work with these receivers whenever possible. You know, let's get that timing down so that they don't break stride or so that, you know, I hit them right when they turn around. And so I think timing is definitely something that she could work on here. Um, like I said, uh, just throwing this out there as well, going on to the next thing, not the most amount of film to go off of, at least not the most amount of film that I usually like to go off of. Uh, so I'm just going to be honest. I'm not sure what some of her decision making habits are. But just in general, this is just never bad advice to give. I'd like to continue to see her to do film work, you know, break down defensive schemes. All the things I talked about with Courtney could be applied to any quarterback, to be honest, if you trying to make that transition from high school to college. Because in college, you're just going to see different things. You're going to see different schemes. You're going to have a like a bunch of different athletes as well. Some high school teams, you may have three or four athletes uh, on the very best teams, like three or four really good athletes that you're going up against on the college level. All these players, they were the athlete for their squads. So you got to keep that in mind. And so, you know, doing a little bit of film work is never a bad thing. Just to get that mental edge. Having the mental edge could mean the difference between winning a one-point game and losing a one-point game. So there you go. And then last but not least, uh, like I said, there were definitely a couple passes that sailed a little uh, short or they just sailed a little in general. And so I think consistency is just a big thing here for her. Um... Like, like I said, potentially it could be more of a prop, uh, like a timing problem than an accuracy problem. But, you know, I'd, I'd like to see her at least just continue to get stronger, you know, hit the weight room um, and all that stuff. Uh, she doesn't have a weak arm by any means, but I think she could continue to work on that arm and have a stronger arm. Because I like her mechanics, but I think, you know, obviously... 
you could have perfect mechanics but still have an arm that doesn't quite get it there and i think there are just some plays where i'm watching and i'm like yeah you know she could put a little bit more juice on that you know she could put a little bit more juice on that and so uh i I just like to see her continue to do that off-season work this isn't really like this last point usually the last point i make in areas of improvements are the are the points that i'm the least concerned about and so i am not as concerned about her arm power and you know consistency throwing the ball with a velocity and whatnot i'm not super concerned about that because i know she could do it you know and i know as she continues to you know develop and get better as a player and hit a college level you know off-season program she'll get there and so I, I think this is really just an off-season's work honestly talking about this last thing i'm more concerned about the timing issue than anything so so yeah but consistency is everything consistency is everything especially on the next level uh consistency with timing with accuracy you know, with um, zipping the ball in places that you know that needs to be put in, you know, and so uh, just keep all those in mind, you know, going on to the next level, and uh, speaking of the next level, Brooke here, she does have a couple offers, you know, she does have a couple offers, not all of them are posted, I'm going to say that, but the ones that are, uh, are from Bryant and Stratton College up in Wisconsin, that was her first official offer to play, that's a two-year college, and then she has been offered by warner university that's a good one to have you know she said that was her fourth offer and so she has at least two other offers that i haven't mentioned yet and you know the whole social media thing like it could be tough so i understand not putting all your offers out there and being a little bit more private that's definitely understandable oh and i okay i'm looking through her twitter while i'm doing this uh it looks like that she's also talked with campbellsville university so this is a new program out in kentucky um but they have talked to her at least about playing for their program or at least talked about their program and so wouldn't be surprised if that's one of the other two offers that is enlisted on here but regardless she already has offers you know she's shown that she's a good enough player to play on the next level you know even without the offers you know she has shown that she's a good enough player to play on the next level there's a lot of things i really like about her game i think comes off as a very experienced passer just watching her play you know and i i say that because it's it's just those plays where she's maneuvering around in the pocket you know or she's making a defender miss and then she just throws an absolutely like beautiful throw you know, just unleashes a good one uh, down the field vertical, right? Or, you know, she's uh, taking off and scrambling. Or she's making defenders miss before she takes off and scrambles. It's just those things that I really like about Brooks' game here. I think she's a next-level starter for a lot of teams. Now, are there things she needs to work on? Yeah, for sure. I think, you know, timing is definitely one of those things. Uh, is it the biggest concern? No, because if you're a new program, especially if you're a new program, you need a quarterback that has some of the things she could do here. Like her playmaking ability is is next level for sure. It would be even be top tier on the next level. That's how sure I am of her playmaking ability when the play breaks down. I like it that much. Um, or when the play breaks down slash when rushers are in her face, you know, I, I like her game that much. I think she's a quarterback that, you know, if you're a coach, you look at it and you're like, okay, you know, I like the mechanics. I like that she could improvise and whatnot. 
Let me pick her up, you know, let me give her the most amount of money possible and let me build around her at quarterback because I think she is that level of quarterback. I think she's somebody that, you know, you could definitely build around and she could definitely start for you if that's the case. Now, if she doesn't go to a newer program uh, and she goes to, you know, one of the more established ones, uh, I would say all the Sun Conference ones, I mean, most of them have quarterbacks. Either quarterbacks in the wings or, you know, quarterbacks that have been getting playing time and whatnot. Uh, I, I wouldn't discourage that either. You know, it's it would definitely help for her to sit a little bit, learn from a quarterback in front of her, see somebody else play her position, and then when her time comes, take over and do her thing. Because I really do think she's somebody that could, you know, potentially get you into a conference or national championship potentially you know i think the talent is there for it for sure so so yeah i'm hyping her up a lot but i truly believe that you know and i'm a quarterbacks guy i coach quarterbacks and whatnot and so i, I know what i'm talking about here i at least i would think i know what i'm talking about here but yeah that'll basically wrap up her film breakdown i mean Look, two really good quarterbacks from Florida, and in Florida, you have some of the best of the best talent uh, when it comes to this game, when it comes to this sport. And so to get a quarterback from there, you know, especially one like Brooke that has a lot of experience, that's a good thing. You know, you want to have someone with experience to start your program, or it's not a bad thing to have someone with experience to start your program, you know, and so just going to throw that out there, just going to throw that out there, but yep. That's her film breakdown. Brooke, if you're listening to this, we'd love to have you on to the show here and talk your game. And uh, yeah, but let's go ahead and keep this thing going, though. I'm going to switch gears just slightly here because this next player that I'm going to talk about is not a quarterback. Um, in fact, she's not from the state of Florida and she is not a senior. She's a class of 2023 uh, player, so she's a junior right now, but she may be one of the best football players in the country right now. And when she does end up joining the ranks of these college flag football players, you know, she could possibly be the best one day one, you know? And so that player is Ashley Clamp, wide receiver for Texas Fury. Now, Texas Fury, they're easily one of the best club flag football uh, teams in the entire country. I had the privilege of watching them in Indiana, uh, in Indiana at the Colts facility. You know, basically, I got to see her at Team USA tryouts, which she is a part of. She's part of the Team USA 17U team. So I got to see her compete in those trials. And then I got to see her compete in the... Um, Oh, shoot. What is it? I think it's the one tournament out of out of Indy. Uh, if she's listening to this, she knows what I'm talking about. And I think other uh, players from Texas Fairview would know what I'm talking about. So I was at this tournament. Um, granted, at the time, you know, I was uh, potentially going to take a GA spot. So I'm just going to throw out, that out there. I was uh, I had my recruiting hat on. But also, you know, coming with that is my scouting hat as well. And so I got to evaluate her in person. I got to see her take a lot of reps, honestly. And so um, I... I 
haven't watched the most amount of film, but I still have my notes from that. And also, I've like scoured through her social media and looked at all of her clips, some of her highlights here. And so, I got to see Ashley play quite a bit for this Text Fury team. And honestly, I mean, she is one of the staples of this squad. You know, whenever they travel, uh, I would, I would highly recommend people to watch texas fury play in general because they have so many great players but ashley is easily one of the stars that just stick right out from the start you could tell just watching her play yeah that's a star football player like yeah that's a Deion sanders level type of football player right there that's prime time type of football that you gotta watch and so let me just go ahead and talk about her game here and what makes Ashley just a very good receiver and potentially the top like recruit in this class of 2023 for women's flag football. So number one, you know, she's tall. She is listed at 5'11". Uh, there's a website called Flagspin or something like that. It has profiles of a couple flag football players that have played in the circuits that she's played in. And so she's listed at 5'11". And I've seen her in person, you know. I've like stood right next to her as well. I think she's a legit 5'11", maybe even a little bit taller as well. Regardless, she's a tall receiver and just player in general. Um, just looking at, you know, a lot of the rosters, obviously I have been following... Uh, NAIA women's flag football this is out last year and so I've looked at the rosters a ton uh, a lot of them have the heights of their players listed there just aren't many players in the country that are at her height uh, that that is playing you know women's college football right now I think the closest one is probably Kennedy Foster uh, she's at that same kind of height and range as well and I probably believe that but other than that defensively you just don't see a lot of that. And so right away, I mean, when you watch Ashley play here, I mean, she definitely towers over some of these DBs. And because of that, she just has such an insane catch radius. You know, real long arms. Like I said, tall player. Uh, has a nice vertical as well. She could jump and get up there. And so her catch radius is probably the best one in the entire country for women's football right now. Uh, I would say right now. And on top of that, you know, her ball skills are elite. And part of that is her catch radius. You know, she just has great reach and all that. But just in general, her ball skills are elite, you know. Uh, right off the bat, she makes jump balls look real easy. If it's a jump ball one-on-one -on -one play, she's going to come down with it, you know. Even if the DB is playing physical, I saw a couple of plays where, you know, DB is doing a good job. They're there. They're playing good defense. But Ashley's just that much better, you know, she's just better. And so she just mosses like receivers, terrorizes them. Even some balls. I've I've seen a couple of throws, you know, especially in the trials, I would say, where, you know, the quarterback, the throw, they, they throw the ball and it's a little off. You know, it might be, it looks like it's at the end zone, but then she'll just go ahead and just snag it and then toe tap it in. You know, and so just her ability to catch uh, just any kind of throw is is elite. I would say. On top of that, she could make low catches as well. Saw a couple diving catches. You know, just real good hand-eye coordination from Ashley Clam here. I mean, she uh, she could catch pretty much anything that's in her vicinity. Really didn't see her drop any passes that weekend where I did watch her play. And there were a lot of, you know, opportunities for her to do that. And opportunities for defensive players to knock it out of her hands. But she just has very, very strong hands there. And so, you know, just her ability to uh, 
like, you know, Moss defenders, catch passes that are thrown behind her as well, catch low passes, just overall ability to catch is elite, you know, um, she, she's an elite pass catcher for sure. Top of that, like I said, physical receiver, uh, she will muscle through defenders for the play. Not only will she, you know, out-muscle defenders on jump balls, but, you know, if it's a contested throw uh, slash catch on a slant route or on a short route, she's going to complete those catches too and fight through that physicality to complete those as well. She just does a really good job boxing out her defenders and completing the catch when all is said and done. Just a very physical football player when attacking that ball. So, so yeah. Um, another thing I really like about her game is just her top end speed. I think it's special. You know, when she's given like kind of like a deep route to run, she just gets insane <laughs> separation in one on one, and is definitely a deep ball threat for sure. You know, when she finds open field, it's off to the races as well, because she does have the ability to, you know, catch and run with it as well. She's not just a possession, like, you know, like a jump ball type of receiver. Like, she could get out there and race you. You know, she could definitely get out there and race you. And, I mean, she's a, she's a fast player. She's a fast player. Whenever I watched her, you got to keep in mind she's going up against some of the best in the entire country. Other players that are probably going to get offers to play on the next level as well. And consistently she was probably the best athlete out there between her speed and her hops. Uh, especially her speed. And so definitely definitely lethal when um, just in one-on-one -on -one and running deep. I don't think there's going to be many players that could go one-on-one -on -one with her um, you know, just straight up. If I'm being completely honest with you, Ath athleticism-wise, athleticism-wise. So there you go. Another thing I really like, she could play both sides of the ball. Saw her play a little bit of DB, safety, and whatnot. I think, in my opinion, she's too good of an athlete to not have on defense as well. Even though I would probably consider her more of a receiver, I think you could put her at safety and she'll shut down anything deep, straight up. Because it will either be a pick or a deflection, but most likely it will be a pick. So, so yeah. Um, so yep, love that. Uh, swagger, <laughs> I wrote this down, has a lot of confidence and swagger, could never have too much of that, you know, would rather have a little bit too much than not as much, I would say, at times, especially at receiver, uh, or at DB, because, you know, that's just a position where, you know, things could switch up real quick, uh, so love the confidence there. Um, another thing I really like when the play breaks down, she just has a, like, the, natural ability it almost seems to just find that soft spot in the defense and help her quarterback out you know and most of the time her quarterbacks they just need to kind of throw it up there and whatnot but even then she still finds open space and gets out to open space and you know helps her quarterback out when the play is breaking down and so that's something i really like that's a very underrated trait that you find in some receivers and if i may say on top of that she does play mostly fives so five feet five flag football and so these fields are a little bit smaller and so there's not a lot of space to really work with and so for her to continuously find space on these smaller fields is is kind of wild i'm not even gonna lie because uh, just imagine what she's gonna do on uh like on a college field right and so there you go. Just throwing that out there. And then last but not least, you could probably have guessed this from what I've been saying about her catch radius and all that, but her body control is special as well. You know, this kind of just allows her to make a lot of catches, uh, especially near the sideline, or catches on throws that 
honestly just aren't really good throws, you know? Or maybe not even... Uh, may, okay, that's, that's a little rough, but maybe just aren't the best throws. But because of her body control... I mean, it allows her to just kind of contort and twist and find a way to get her hands on the ball as long as it is in her radius. And like I said, insane catch radius, but this body control is definitely special. Reminds me a lot of Kennedy Foster. If you watch Kennedy Foster of Kaiser play, you know, she she's a, she's a lot the same. I think these two receivers are very similar, Kennedy Foster and Ashley Clam, actually. I think that's a very good comparison. But even then, I think Ashley might just be a little bit better. Just going to be honest with you. Just a little bit, though. Uh, right now, which, like I said, she's a junior in high school. So, so yeah. But there you go. Those are all the things I really like about Ashley's game here. I mean, just a dominant receiver altogether. Right now, she is probably wide out one for Texas Fury. Probably. You know, but on the next level, she would be a wideout one for a lot of teams. For most of the teams in the NAI right now, if she was to graduate high school in 2022 and, like, go play football. And I'm pretty confident in that evaluation. I, I just am. So, so there you go. Uh, now, some areas of improvement. You know, she's a great player, but obviously there are some things she could still work on. Definitely nitpicking just a little bit here, but her route running could probably be a little bit more crisp there and consistently crisp as well. There are definitely times where I'm just watching her run routes and she's rounding off some routes or she's maybe not running the sharpest routes on some of these short and medium uh, routes here. And so, you know, you could always work on that, work on that footwork, get faster with your footwork as well, make tougher cuts. You know, really sell some of these routes and whatnot and uh, work on the details. The, you know, the very minor details there. So there you go. Route running is definitely something that uh, she could get better at. So yeah. Uh, another thing I think I'd like to see her continue to work on is just her agility. And, you know, just making defenders miss in open space outside of outrunning them. Because I did notice... Just honestly, a lot of her yak yards, it's not like she's making a defender fall down because she's so shifty. Uh, even though she does have a little bit of wiggle to, you know, her game and whatnot. Uh, but most of the time, she's definitely just trying to find that outside lane and just outrun defenders. And she's athletic enough to do that on this level and the next level. But I wouldn't necessarily say that she's somebody that could, you know, like juke a couple players out in open space and then break free. Um, I am going to give her a little bit of credit, did see a couple of spin moves like those, but I think, you know, just in general, her agility, her footwork, uh, could just continue to use a little bit more work here. You know, add more to your game, right? Add more to your game. That's never a bad thing, you know, and so I'd like to see her continue to work on that, just get faster footwork here, you know, really just continue to work on adding more weapons to your arsenal when it comes to making defenders miss. I think that would be the biggest thing here, or one of the biggest things that she could definitely work on. Uh, other than that, I think she's a very complete receiver. I mean, uh, look, route running and, you know, adding more to your back, that's not, that. there's worse things that uh, players uh, have to face to work on to get on the next level. I think right now, Ashley Clam is a next level player. I think if we were to give out ratings and whatnot for recruits, uh, for women's flag football, she'd be a five-star. 
easily or even the top prospect in this class i know leah cruz you know we did a breakdown on her last year um well broke her down and you know interviewed her as well so shout out to her they're actually teammates she plays for texas fury as well leah cruz in some eyes might be a little bit better than Ashley. I think Leah is, uh, in a lot of ways, that receiver is kind of the opposite. She does a lot of great things that Ashley does, but, you know, she's a little bit more shifty. She has a little bit more in her bag, especially in those yak yardage. Uh, now, can she go make jump balls and stuff like that? Eh, probably in some instances, but not like Ashley. And so, you know, you could go back and forth about, you know, which receiver you would want. Uh, I know Leah also plays quarterback, so that's going for her as well. And so, that's the only reason why I'm not saying she's the top prospect, because her teammate is probably right there as well for this class of 2023. I think they're both uh, 2023 players. And so, we'll have to see. But Ashley here, well, here, let me just talk about Outlook. So, did look through some of her social medias. Uh, what I can find, at least just from looking on her Instagram right now, is that she has been offered by Ottawa. And that really shouldn't be super surprising. Uh, the Sours, oh shoot, I'm trying to remember if it's Liz or... I think both of them uh, coach this Team USA team. So, actually, never mind. But uh, they run that team usa team that she is on and so ottawa has offered her that was actually her first official offer um back in september of 2021 i believe she also took a visit out there as well and so that was her first offer you know uh, from from ottawa and then i want to say as well that she has been offered by kaiser yep she was offered by kaiser back in january of this year looks like she also took out a visit because i think this is a picture of her and kennedy foster together at, at a flag football tournament which was crazy because both of them on an offense oh my god it, it would probably be oh that's that's tough that's <laughs> that would be real tough they could uh that offense would break some records honestly and probably win a national championship or two I'm just going to say that. Obviously, if she was with Ottawa, you know, I mean, they were already the national champs. So imagine adding on another elite athlete. So there you go. But those are the two offers to see now. She hasn't posted any on her Instagram that I've seen. Uh, I'm sure other teams have offered her. I know other teams are interested in her. And uh, in, at Indy, I felt like a lot of teams were interested in her. So there you go. But I'm just going to be completely, completely honest with you. If you're a flag, if you're a women's flag football program out there, like NAIA, uh, I would say because I don't think she's gonna go to a two-year probably. Um, and if she does, well, that's fine too. You know, actually, if you're a two-year, you can listen to this too. But if you're a women's flag football program out there, I would give her the best offer possible to come attend your school, and I would do that right now. Uh, in fact, if you haven't done it, you're probably already late to the show, <laughs> to be honest with you. I think she's somebody at the end of uh, her recruiting journey. She should have offers from almost every program in the country because she's that kind of player. Um, offensively and defensively. Offensively, I mean, I think that's where she shines a lot. Where That's where all of her highlights come from. But defensively, imagine putting her back there at safety, you know? Oh my god, it'd be a wrap, you know, you wouldn't be able to pass, uh, 
I mean, teams wouldn't be able to pass deep on you if she's covering it. You know, now I'm sure there will probably be some things that you'll have to, you know, continue to coach her on about uh, more so defensively than offensively. Regardless, you have a player out there that, I mean, has great ball skills, is fast, is tall, is a superior athlete to just a majority of women's flag football players out there. You know, I mean, you can't go wrong with that. And so, if you haven't offered Ashley Clam, plays for Texas Fury, also plays for that Lights Out flag team as well, and is part of the Team USA 17U team, then I don't know what you're doing, but I, I would just offer her and just see what happens. And just say, hey, you know, we'd love to have you come out here and visit because, you know, as great as Kaiser in Ottawa is, you know, you never know, there might be another program on the rise that's like, hey, you know, she could be the missing piece to our national championship team. If you get her to commit to your team, I legitimately feel like that team automatically has a better chance at the national championship. Because they get a true whiteout one, not just on your team, but in the entire country. So that's, that's just how much I really like her game here. I mean, uh, I can't, I can't talk enough about it. Honestly, if you have a chance to watch Texas Fury, you got to watch this team. There's so many great players on that team. Uh, Cody will actually do a film breakdown on another one of those players here later on in the episode in Lauren Clark. But that team is just stacked. You know, like I said, Leah Cruz, we've done a breakdown on who's been on ESPN. You know, she um, she's part of that team. Uh, their quarterback, Ava Wallace, she is like a freshman, but she's a very nice passer. I'll probably eventually do a film breakdown on her. Uh, I like I got to see her play in person, but I'd probably like to see her play again. You know, and then just so many other players on this Texas Fury squad. They're so good. But for Ashley Clam to kind of be like that star on this team or one of those stars on this team is just absolutely insane because I, I just think it's going to translate really well onto the next level here. And so I'm just going to say it one more time. I've said it like three or four times already. If you are a college listening to this, offer her. Offer her, have her out for a visit, you know, and just try, you gotta get in, gotta get into the game, you know, because this is the type of player that you absolutely need to have on your team. And I don't say this about a lot of players. I think the last player I said this about is Devin Silvestri, who was one of the four female flag football players of the year, uh, named by the NFL, you know, so I'm just gonna say that. Because uh, Ashley was also one of those players as well. And I just think she's a player that you got to have on your team. You know, you got to find a way to get her on your team. Get her on campus and get her on your team. Because uh, she's a special player. So, yeah. But that will do that film breakdown here uh, for Ashley Clam. Hopefully I'm saying this last name right. I'm pretty sure I am. I, I, I met her pops i want to say uh at at this tournament up in indian so i i'm hoping i'm remembering this right but this was back in july mind you or summer whatever so there you go you know there there you go there but that wrap up this uh breakdown here ashley if you're out there and you're listening to this we'd love to have you on the show we'd love to interview you uh and all that stuff talk about your experiences and all that um all that great stuff so yeah all right so those are my three film breakdowns. Courtney Cromer out of Jensen Beach High School. Brooke Swenson out of Middleburg High School. And the Nashley Clam uh, of Texas Fury. 
that flag football team. So those are my three here. Uh, coming up next, we're going to, well, first we're going to take a little bit of a break, but coming up next, Cody has three seniors that he will be doing a film breakdown on as well. So stay tuned. Hey y'all, and welcome to another segment here on Playmakers Corner Podcast. I am going to be breaking down some of these girls flag football players that are, I think all of my players are actually in the class of 22. So, you know, seniors in high school now who are, you know, potentially going to play and or are committed to play on the next level of ball. So, you know, Simon's going to break down some players as well. I'm not sure if his segments before or after, but, you know, go ahead and enjoy these quality breakdowns. And with all that being said, the very first player who I am going to break down is going to be Michaela Raymer out of Long County High School in uh, Ludovici, Georgia. If I said that wrong, that's tough. But anyways, talking about Michaela as a football player, you know, she is a, a dual sport athlete. You know, she plays flag football at running back and she's also a shooting guard for this Long County High School team. So, you know, she's she's got some interest on the next level at both positions i believe she looks like you know she has good court awareness and whatnot on the basketball court but let's talk about her as a flag football player and maybe what has some schools interested and the first thing that comes to mind is she has a very dangerously quick cut to change direction and it's very subtle you know she's able to just kind of run almost in like a lightning bolt-esque pattern with her ability to make quick cuts you know changing at the uh, speed of a dime so you have stuff like that she also shows some solid ability to catch out of the backfield and get up and make some catches you know she gets some verticality on some of her catches and you know does a great job of getting upfield and then once again using kind of the quick footwork i should say to you know get upfield sooner rather than later she has very solid speed I wouldn't say that she has world ending speed, but she does rip off a pretty long run on her film. And, you know, when she's running north and south, it's it's just crazy to watch because, you know, she doesn't get lost in, you know, cuts or anything like that. And she splits defenders, too, with her speed as well, which is ideal because, you know, in flag football, you want to just keep running, honestly, as much as possible. And it makes it harder for your flags to be pulled. So when she does just turn it all the way up to gear five, and starts heading downfield it is really hard to get a flag pull on her uh, just with the speed that she does possess also in addition to these things she has some very nice jump cuts she shows really good athleticism and you know explosiveness when she does get into a jump cut whether that's left to right or occasionally you know kind of like a stop juke and letting players go past her she has very good capability of doing all of those things and something that I think she could be very, very useful with on the next level is, you know, running in that speed option game or maybe being a part of a triple option because she is called to, you know, occasionally take direct snaps and make quick passes at the line. Now, they're not the prettiest passes, but it is just a wrinkle in this long county offense that she is a part of. So, you know, you have something like that. In addition to that, she shows ability to pitch the ball as well and also receive pitches. And I think that's where she could be very strong is just her ability to be very heads up and on the ball and have quick reactions makes her a huge threat in a speed option game or, you know, in some kind of option where 
it's moving kind of left to right or right to left and the quarterback can either pitch it backwards or forwards she's capable of receiving shovel passes as well as you know getting some of those pitches to herself in the backfield and then last but not least you know in her film the few times that she is asked to you know pull flags because of a turnover or something like that she's a pretty solid flag puller and i think that that multi-dimensionality will help out quite a bit on the next level where you know a lot of players in the na IA ranks of flag football right now do have to play both ways so it doesn't hurt to have a player who can pull flags and whatnot and especially you know because she has some interest from these newer NAIA schools that um, it's a good idea to be multifaceted to get on the field as much as possible and help these new programs and maybe be a great two-way player. <clears throat> as far as some areas of improvement for Michaela Raymer here in the realm of flag football. I think that sometimes she runs a little too tall and I think that she can lose some of her explosiveness. So she doesn't always have access to her jump cuts because of how tall she is running. And sometimes she'll start running very tall. And I think that this takes away from, you know, not only her ability to make some huge jump cuts and kind of limit her to these quick cuts that, you know, are a wrinkle of her game, but it also limits her explosiveness and her burst and her acceleration to get to that next gear even faster. You know, so I think that her acceleration and explosiveness could use a little bit of work. And I think that's probably playing a little bit lower or being able to, you know, push off of one of those feet and, you know, get like a high drive of your leg down into the ground to get that extra kind of push or explosiveness. I also want to say that you know, she looks very tempted to flag guard. You know, she sticks her arm out and it looks like she wants to swat away at hands or that she wants to stiff arm. I'm not sure if she has gotten called on that, but that is something to kind of keep an eye out for on the next level that, you know, she could potentially be called back for flag guarding a handful of times. Or, you know, her running motion can get awfully close to flag guarding which, you know, could be a little bit of a strength as long as it blends in and looks natural and whatnot. But, you know, you don't want to be flag guarding on the next level and have one of your big plays called back uh, for such a minor penalty that can be avoided. And then lastly, you know, as far as like catching the ball goes, you know, she catches the ball with her body just a couple of times on her film. So being able to kind of get rid of that bad habit. And then she doesn't run the hugest plethora of routes on her film. So I'd be interested to know exactly what her ceiling is running routes out of the backfield or if she can be rolled out to a slot position, especially because there's gonna be way more passing on the next level than it looks like there was on this level for her. So these are all things to kind of keep an eye out for and you know knowing what her ceiling is i still think that there's a lot of potential to fill in and so talking about where she can fill in slash fit in let's take a look through her twitter here go ahead and follow her at raymer r-a-i-m-e-r michaela m-a-k-a-y-l-a on twitter as a very nice bio here also kudos on the 3.9 gpa that's incredible work and you know it's student athlete is is how it goes but you know here her pin tweet is that she has um received an offer from reinhardt football that is in georgia i want to say it's in 
Waleska. Yeah, Waleska, Georgia. So that's one of the new programs. If you haven't heard of them, well, that means that you didn't listen to our one of our more recent episodes where Coach V actually broke down some Reinhardt flag football commits. I want to say that's episode 152, I want to say. Yeah, episode 152, the week 10 recap, plus the Ashlyn McKinney and Joel Jarrett spotlight, uh, the Reinhardt commits. Go ahead and listen to that episode and hear about some more talent that Reinhardt is trying to bring in. And, uh, you know, if Michaela is going to be a part of that, that's something to consider. She's also received an offer to Heston Flag Football. That is a flag football school in Kansas. So you have that going for her as well. So, you know, those are the two offers that I see on her Twitter. If she does have more, then, you know, I, I wouldn't be surprised, especially seeing as how she's followed by Graceland University Flag Football. It's uh, out there in Iowa. She's also followed by BSC Flag Football and Warner, as well as Kaiser and Kansas Wesleyan. So she's followed by a handful. I'm not sure exactly where those offers may or may not fall or if she has posted or hasn't posted some. So... <clears throat> there's that for Michaela. And so, you know, if she heeds this advice, she gets a little bit more explosive as well as just works on her hands and maybe route running a little bit more throughout the summer. She's going to be very versatile. And, you know, if the flag pulling looks like a promising thing, I also would say look into running some linebacker drills and stuff like that, being useful in zone coverage, understanding, you know, different coverages and whatnot, unless she did already play that because her flag pulling ability looked very natural and you know something that she could be potentially good at and maybe go both ways for you know whether that's reinhardt hester or one of these other schools but that's all i have for michaela raymer out of long county and coming up next we are going to have a kaiser commit Hello, y'all, and welcome back to the Playmakers Corner podcast. I'm your host for this segment, Cody Stoffer, and we are going to be doing another breakdown, this time of a Kaiser commit here. And man, this offense is going to be scary with number 11, Brenna Ramirez in tow of the Lady Ghost 17U flag football team, as well as a member of the USA 17U national team. So, you know, talking about Brenna here, I'm mostly breaking down her film as a wide receiver. She's a scary wide receiver. It's not to say that she doesn't have defensive back capabilities as she has recorded interceptions and pass deflections and whatnot, but her ability on the wide receiver end is, it left me basically speechless because I mean, her field awareness and maneuverability running routes, it's professional level, honestly, like her ability to find the gaps in the defense, no matter what route she's running or to be able to create space and distance and separation is just incredible and not something that I really saw that was able to be matched up on. And, you know, if cornerbacks somehow did do a good enough job of keeping up with her and her ability to improvise really well with the quarterback and just find green no matter where she is on the field, that doesn't really matter because her ability to win one-on-one -on -one matchups is just insane. She has a huge catch radius with just long arms and a great wingspan to make some terrific catches. 
she has elite verticality. I mean, she goes up for some passes and, you know, comes down with, you know, basically some, all right, it's one-on-one. -on -one. My quarterback likes this matchup and is just throwing it up for me. And she comes down with those pass attempts for touchdowns, for big gains. And, you know, with her hands being as quick as they are, I mean, she can react to really quick throws, really fast reaction time. With her hands able to get up so fast, her verticality being top-notch, and with, you know, her long arms and ability to contort her body and make her catch radius huge. I mean, she's a nightmare. She's somebody who, you know, which stinks that in the, you know, five on five setup, it's just impossible to make plays on her because she's somebody who has to be double covered. You need to have a cornerback on her and you need to bracket her with the safety because otherwise she's going to torch you all freaking day long it's it's insane but you know on top of these things and improvising with the quarterback very well you know this may be a chemistry thing i'm not positive but i mean it looks like she does a good job of adjusting to whoever her quarterback is so you know that's not a huge concern but you know she does show really good chemistry with the quarterback she has been given and you know knowing where they're going to go with the ball and you know, coming back to the ball as well. She never waits for the ball. That's a problem that a lot of receivers will have is waiting for the football to come to them. She does not have that issue. She does a great job of coming back to the ball, playing very aggressively at the receiver spot and, you know, making some monster plays for whatever team she's on. I also want to say that she has really good awareness of defenders. You know, a lot of receivers kind of have to look around to see where their defense is, but she can just kind of sense their presence and adjust accordingly away from them. And that includes on long gated plays where, you know, they end up kind of chasing her around and the quarterback has to kind of scramble to make a play. Well, she does a good job of shaking them without ever having to really look back at them. And that's kind of a testament to her field awareness as well. But her awareness of defenders is just it's just elite. I also want to note that on top of her being able to catch really fast, just once again emphasizing how quickly she can get her hands up, this is not only in the catching aspect of her game, but this is in the, you know, kind of maneuverability elusivity part of her game where she raises her hand really quick for jukes, she has a couple of spin moves, and just does a great job of, you know, evading flag pulls while not risking flag guarding or anything like that. So that goes a long way. And Brenna Ramirez, I mean, gosh, it was so hard to find weaknesses or areas of improvement here other than just continue doing what you're doing. She's very physical of a football player and a wide receiver too. So I guess if I had to recommend anything, not that I even saw this, but just be careful when you're going up for passes to make sure not to push your defender or anything like that. But it's so nitpicky and even borderline imaginative to have to recommend this especially when she's going to a squad that passes the ball so well now i'm not sure if jasmine rhodes is going to be at kaiser next year but we've seen their backup quarterback in action but regardless you know Haley young she has a positive td to int ratio she's thrown 60 percent and i'm pretty sure that she'll at least be back next year uh if jasmine roden isn't so, you know, they have some, you know, quarterbacks to get the ball in the hands of some of their receivers. And man, she would be 
a huge addition to you know this offense that arguably boasts the best receiver in the country on the collegiate level right now and Kennedy Foster whose film we did break down once upon a time and you know if Kennedy Foster is having a 14 touchdown season and she gets bracketed too mind you in this seven on seven kind of format she gets double covered uh from time to time and so you're going to just have to pick your poison here when Brenna and Kennedy line up across from each other on the same side of the field or on opposite sides of the field. It's going to be very, very hard to kind of counteract this, um, especially with everything that Brenna has been able to achieve, not only on the high school level for, you know, this Lady Ghosts team, but also everything that she's been able to accomplish on the U.S. national team and everything in between. And, you know, I find it fitting here that for her high school career that she's rocked number 11 and according to east valley tribune that uh you know that's because of her favorite player uh larry fitzgerald and larry fitzgerald absolute mismatch nightmare incredibly athletic and some of the best hands we've ever seen in football ever i'm pretty sure he has more career tackles than career drops which uh, there's that but you know uh brenna i i'd say the only big thing that i'd want to maybe see more of is just maybe some more action on defense and you know if she's able to kind of be versatile on the defensive end as far as like you know can she roll back into a safety position and play like different coverages but with how good of a wide receiver she is and you know kaiser's kind of ability to have a bunch of playmakers on both sides of the ball i don't even know if that's necessarily necessary you know for her to have to play both sides of the ball so you know that's huge for her and this uh kaiser team's ability to just score in droves so that's my two cents here on brenna ramirez um thank you for posting you know most of this film thank you to simon to finding for finding these prospects and for their communication work for us but you can find brenna and watch some of her highlights and a lot of the film that i scrolled you know through uh, all over her Instagram feed. That's Brenna underscore Ramirez 11. It's phonetic, but I'll spell it out for you. B-R-E-N-N-A underscore R-A-M-I-R-E-Z 1-1. That is the wide receiver Kaiser commit out of Gilbert, Arizona. And coming up next, we're going to be talking about one of her USA 17U national team teammates. All right, and welcome back to the last segment of the Playmakers Corner podcast on this episode where we are breaking down girls' flag football talent here. And last but certainly not least here, we have a rusher for Texas Fury slash the 17U USA football team, as well as a competitor for Lights Out Flag. And that is Lauren Clark, the senior rusher, like I said, out of all those organizations and whatnot, who is committed to play at Ottawa University underneath the Sour Sisters there. And, you know, as of this recording, the defending national champs and, you know, the current back-to-back KCAC champs. So, you know, looking forward to joining a very strong organization and squad there. But let's talk about some things that she does very well. She's a very refined rusher who does a lot of things well on defense and also shows some ability to be very versatile 
as well. And so most of this film, actually all this film I should say, was just browsing for a few hours on laurenc.21 on Instagram, where you know I just went through and watched every single video that I could find to try and put together this good film breakdown for her. And so let's just jump right into it and talk about the things that jump immediately off the film. And the first thing is her discipline. I mean, look, when you are especially going for flags here, and we've seen it here in the college ranks and we've seen it everywhere, it's very easy to become undisciplined and start diving for flags or, you know, missing flagpoles, reaching with one arm instead of maybe with two and stuff like that. Lauren here, however, does a phenomenal job based from from the bottom to the top here with her, you know, incredible footwork. She does a great job of chopping her feet, breaking down, moving, you know, from quick to slow, quick to slow. She keeps her feet spaced apart very well so that she's very balanced whenever rushing the quarterback. And so, you know, with this combination of solid footwork and good or great balance, I should say, then you get into positions where you can make a lot of plays and not make a lot of mistakes here. And so the limited amount of mistakes or even opportunity for mistakes that I see out of Lauren Clark's film is just incredible. And that's a huge testament to her coaches as well as herself for just being very, very disciplined and being very aware. She does a great job of keeping her eyes up and she reads very well. She reads the quarterbacks if they're passing kind of getting an idea of when to put those arms up in case they're looking to complete a pass or, you know, does a great job of reading, you know, maybe some read options that are ran, whether it's going to the running back or the quarterback. She just does a phenomenal job of keeping her eyes up and, you know, reading the opposing team's eyes to make plays as a rusher. So very high IQ, very disciplined. And, you know, that's just something that jumped off the film very immediately to me. But Furthermore, she's not only on this list and one of the top athletes in girls flag football because, you know, she's very disciplined and has a high IQ. Those are just elements to her game. She's also an incredible athlete. She has very long arms for her to make very good flag pulls and, you know, reach and just kind of close off these quarterbacks and runners from any potential lanes. I mean, she just obscures quarterback's visions and you could tell that they get rattled more and more as games go on or as competitions go on because whenever she's I mean look the camera angle probably doesn't help uh because it's kind of like first person from the quarterback's angle but it's terrifying when Lauren Clark is rushing at you because she comes so fast off of her you know assignment or whatever and she just has incredible top end speed to get into the backfield very quickly she puts those arms up and it's really hard to see past her she just obstructs the quarterback's view very well and you know she gets a lot of batted passes obviously with that good reach and just excellent timing that she has so you know you have that going for you a, a ton of batted passes honestly i'd love to get like a number on it but i saw it probably at least 15 times at least 15 times just scrolling through her instagram so this probably doesn't even include all of her plays you know i mean i watched you know a lot a lot of videos uh, dozens of videos but you know in those instances she just does a great job of getting her hands in position she has very fast hands you know not only in the way that she can get them up i'm all raising my hands up the way that she can get them up and bat passes and whatnot that way but she can also move them down very very fast i'd assume that you know if you know 
it was possible to have hand fighting that she'd be an excellent hand fighter because her hands just move so quick from up to down down to up and you know when she goes down to up she gets a lot of those batted passes and obscures visions but when she gets them up to down she does an incredible job of pulling the flag very very consistently and you know it's very very rare that it looks like she's never going to pull a flag there's only a couple of times that I could kind of see where she missed the initial flagpole, but overall does a great job of squaring up to the ball carrier, like I said earlier. And, you know, it looks like she's getting ready to do a form tackle, but then executes a, a great flagpole. And that's honestly how you want it to be. You don't want to give the ball carrier any room to kind of dance around or spin out or, you know, put any moves on you. So she does just a great great job of squaring up i mean one of the most fundamentally sound players i've ever seen she's like fundamentally flag pulling wise on the level of a linebacker but speed and build and you know wingspan wise has an excellent frame for being a top notch pass rusher slash run defender too but you know just shows a lot of versatility in ways that she can beat you on the defensive side of the ball i also want to say that you know her footwork while it also lets her square up to ball carriers, it also prevents her for, from going top heavy when, you know, she's going for flagpoles, when she does have to reach or maybe lunge a little bit, especially in the run game. Her footwork does a great job of, you know, spacing out very properly and being able to reach and make these big time plays. So I also wanted to shout out her footwork for that. And, you know, uh, her hand movement also kind of works for like getting skinny and getting past, you know, potential shadow blocks and stuff like that and you know moving in transition so that's another reason why our hand movements quick and you know i also want to say linebacker wise remember i said that technique wise she's very linebacker-esque this also applies to the angles that she takes to the ball she does make plays you know past the line of scrimmage from time to time you know whenever she's asked to and she does a great job of taking proper angles out of her zone looks she does a good job of getting to the ball carriers and minimizing the amount of yards that they can gain and you know on top of that i'd say that she's she's solid in in zone coverage and that's something that you can ask her to do which is not necessarily a bad thing if you want to play like a cover you know cover nine or cover seven basically kind of look and drop everyone back you know near the end of half or something that's something you can trust her to do she also can go step for step with a lot of these wide receivers or running backs out of the backfield in you know one-on-one -on -one coverage so she has good you know athleticism and footwork for that as well as you know her hips being able to open up her hips and dip and dive with these pass catchers and whatnot in that sense as well so incredibly versatile extremely disciplined and overall an elite rusher she i feel like has a potential to lead the entire country in sacks on the next level during one of her seasons at Ottawa. So, you know, all of this are huge strengths for her. I feel like she maybe also catches the ball sometimes, but I didn't really see any film of her at wide receiver. So that's a little bit of a question mark. And I think a decent transition for areas of improvement. Look, she doesn't have to play offense on the next level. Ottawa is pretty loaded on both sides of the ball. And when you have a rusher like Lauren Clark, I'd say that you just try and keep her gas tank filled and let her do her thing every single play because of how good of a rusher she is. But some things that she maybe can improve on from time to time is 
you know, sometimes when she's doing her get off, she's standing up a little too tall and her get off isn't always super explosive. And I'm going to be honest, this is going to be pretty nitpicky here, but her get off isn't always explosive, but most of the time it is. But, you know, just working on making every rep 100%. And uh, furthermore, I want to say that she's not as strong in zone coverage, maybe trying to look and digest everything. But like I said, in the strengths category, she's not bad at it. She's very serviceable and that's kind of all you need out of a rusher. So for her position and what she's going to be asked to do at Ottawa, this is a perfect prospect. Like I would probably label Lauren Clark a five-star flag football prospect at the rusher position with everything she's able to do, her combination of size, speed, IQ, discipline. And, you know, she rushes from a variety of spots on the field. The only thing that I'll say is, you know, in these five on five looks you don't maybe necessarily get the same blocking looks that you would you know on the next level especially saint mary's who you know drops back like two rushers on a handful of plays or kansas wesleyan who will have a running back step up and block and whatnot like that but at the same time she's going to be going against addison orsborn in practice who's one of the best if not the best shadow blocker in the country on the collegiate level so I really don't think there's going to be a weakness in Lauren Clark's game here to be exploited. And I know that I've kind of blended, you know, these three kind of strengths, areas of improvement and commitment statuses all together in this segment. But that's what happens when you get to see a literal generational player, I think is what Lauren Clark is. And I mean, on, on her practice squads for USA and for Texas Fury, I mean, she gets to work against, uh, Leah Cruz all the time, which is one of the most, you know, elusive quarterbacks in the country, er, anywhere, honestly. And um, when you get to work against quarterbacks like that, you get very good at flag pulling and stuff like that. So I'm, <laughs> I'm having to pull things kind of uh, out of air to come up with for Lauren Clark to work on, other than telling her to continue working on what she's working on i've seen her work on some drills as well and just recommend you know leverage and playing low so you have more explosiveness but with the explosiveness that she has shown i mean you're only taking an, a category that's rated at a nine and pushing it towards a 10. i mean this is one of the most perfect prospects i've seen looking at all of flag football and we're looking at any football in general honestly this is a very complete player who plays her position very, very well, and, you know, even does some things outside of their position very solidly. So, you know, Lauren, I feel like she finds the field as a true freshman. If not, no worries, then she can get used to the college life and whatnot and kind of adapt in that way a little bit. But from my understanding, if she's from Texas, you know, she's not that far from home. So that's a good thing going out to uh, Ottawa and whatnot. And, you know, she's already worked with Sours. So, you know, you already have that camaraderie and that rapport there for, you know, your game and everything like that. And shoot, man, she's going to be so good on the next level. And I will not be surprised if she even wins like a playmaker of the week, you know, as freshman. If not, if she's like redshirted or something, that's cool, too, because they do have some pretty solid rushers there at Ottawa right now, depth chart wise. But, uh, you know, we'll see. And uh, Lauren Clark, incredible, incredible talent, just like these other players that were broken down on this episode.
which included Courtney Cromer, Brooke Swenson, and Ashley Clam. Those are the players that Simon broke down. And then on my end, obviously, you had Michaela Raymer, Brenna Ramirez, and Lauren Clark. Brenna and Lauren being teammates for that USA team. And, you know, we wish all of these players best of luck heading forward in their careers, you know, whether that be on the high school or collegiate level. And to follow their careers, make sure that you follow Playmakers Corner on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, where we will be posting, you know, these breakdowns as TikToks, as well as other breakdowns that are TikToks right now and covering NAIA women's flag football on the collegiate level. There's going to be a handful more programs next year, which means more games and more competition. So we're very, very excited for that. And, you know, everything that could potentially come with that. And, you know, still to come is the Sun Conference Tournament, which we previewed on our episode on Wednesday. So go ahead and give that a listen. And, you know, after that, we have nationals for women's flag football. So make sure to stay tuned for our socials for everything on that. And uh, that episode from Wednesday is episode 154, by the way. So thank you for tuning in to all of our content. We've also been known to cover women's flag football on our Twitch. That's Playmakers Corner on Twitch slash other football content and live football breakdowns. So go ahead and give us a follow there as we try and become affiliates. And make sure to tune into our YouTube where we post our old Twitch streams to there once they've expired and whatnot so that you'll always have access to watch our live reactions to those breakdowns. And furthermore, thank you all so much for the support as we have been growing so much. And please make sure to tune in and watch women's flag football. This is the future of football. It is growing rapidly and there is so much talent on this frontier of football and sports slash athletics in general. So make sure to, you know, find all these players on social media and give them a follow and make sure to, you know, follow, you know, different flag football teams on the collegiate level as well as the high school level to keep an eye out for talent. All that being said, I have been one of your hosts for this episode, Cody Stoffer. Huge shout out to Coach V and peace.